Welcome to the Renew Life Church podcast. No matter what situation we find ourselves facing, we know that God wants to speak clearly to us. So wherever you're listening from today, we want to thank you for being here. Grab a cup of coffee and join us as we tune in to our Sunday conversation. Good morning, Renew Life Church. Welcome to Church Online as we're starting to get accustomed to. Yep. Actually, I say we're starting to get accustomed to it. We're having to do it. I don't yeah. think it's getting... Still pretty weird. Yeah, still I pretty mean, weird. Yeah, to be ta- honest. I was talking to someone on the phone today, and we were talking about how much we just miss church and all the different aspects. Yeah, and, we miss uh, people. Yeah, it's what he was saying. It's like, I, I actually mean, I actually realized I like people. I actually yeah. want to be around I know. people. So it was kind of mm-hmm. interesting. I, I got to confess, we got a little... Uh, I miss worship. That is one yeah. of the things that I absolutely miss the, wor- the, the most. Uh, I absolutely love worship. I love encountering the presence presence of God in a corporate atmosphere. And I feel like I got to cheat last week because of Easter. Uh, or during Easter, we filmed, we pre-filmed the worship, which we have worship for you following the show today. So we're yeah. incredibly excited about that. Our worship, seeing our worship team is just amazing to me. And so, or at least some of them. Uh, but I was talking about worship and we were here in the room for the filming of the worship set. And I was just like out. I was just a mess because <laughs> getting to be in worship. So yeah. uh, we really do hope that yeah. you we're obviously we're still sending out worship sets. We'd love for you to engage in that. Uh, I think it's a challenge, to be honest with you. It's mm-hmm. challenging us of what does worship look like? Is worship just a 30 minute segment of of church services or is worship a posture of my heart where I can engage in worship. I can engage in that in my own home. And I think it's a challenge. I found it difficult the first couple of weeks, even myself. And I'm a natural worshiper. In other words, I'm always listening to worship music. I'm in in the house. Uh, Our kids are are worshiping, but uh, it is a challenge. I think it's something that, I mean, sometimes it feels easier to come into a place where, you know, in our church where it's prepared for you, the atmosphere is ready. You kind of send your kids to their service Mm -hmm. to do their worship, and then you come in, and the presence of God's there, and it's just so easy to engage. And I think in our homes, I even know, like, in our home, it's like I kind of had this uh, maybe maybe mm, fantasy land thing happening in my mind where I was like, oh, church at home is going to be, it's going to be amazing, and it's just going to be so anointed. And um, But even remember, even we, though it's we, been good. But we said that. Remember the first couple weeks, yeah. we were like, you know what? Make some pancakes, bring your kids in the room. Yeah, because like, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> week six or seven of quarantine, like, whatever it is, we're like, kids, get some Cheerios go, and go to your room. <laughs> and go put your kids in the closet so you <laughs> can kidding. meet Jesus. <laughs> we're totally kidding. Kind of. Kind of. We're sort. kind of kidding. But honestly, we get where you're at. This is this has been a challenge. Um, yeah. Uh, this has been a challenge for all of us, us as church leaders, to, uh, you know, our heart is still to try to find ways to engage as a church, right. shepherd, pastor people through this. It's it's. But we're also a mom and a dad, a husband and a wife. Yep. We're, we we do want to come out of quarantine married. Oh Jesus! I think, help we've, us. I think yes. we've agreed with that. To yeah, that. I, I mean, we, I plan on staying married. We're working it the out. The plan thus far is we will be married when this is all <laughs> over. <laughs> so, but I feel like we're derailing this this we train. Are. So we're totally, anyway, yeah, we actually do have some up. things that are scriptural that we want to share with you today. <laughs> but uh, no, honestly, if you got your Bibles, you can t- we're going to jump right in today. Uh, you can turn to Second Chronicles, Chronicles chapter seven. We'll get there eventually, but. Um, I, I just kind of want to start by just reminding everyone kind of what we felt like the Lord said uh, going into this year. I think it's real easy to get in the middle of this crisis, mm-hmm. to get in the middle of this pandemic. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I sometimes feel like as uh, the Permian Basin, we've been hit harder in some ways than a lot of other, some it, yeah. less than some. 
uh, worse than, than worse mm -hmm. in other areas. Mm -hmm. And um, with us dealing, we, we're still we've got the you know the the family unit dealing with the the quarantine, the stay-at-home mm -hmm. orders, and so you've you've got moms and dads trying to figure out how we're going to go to work, yeah. still have our kids in school. We're homeschooling our kids now. All of a sudden. There's the, the pressure of COVID-19. We don't have as many cases in Midland as some, uh, by a long shot, as some do. But it's still something we're trying to protect against, yeah. guard against, even if it's just out of honor for the uh, the, the elderly and, lo and those that are more at risk yeah. for this right. disease. So we've got that going on. There have been some that have been affected by this. We did have uh, a death here in Midland. So I'm, I'm not minimizing all of those things. But we, Midland also has been hit very strong right now in mm -hmm. the with with, with economics, yeah. uh, with the oil and gas industry. And so... Um, Didn't you say something like 45%? Oh, yeah. I heard someone of... say this the other day. It's like you've got, you know, na nationwide, you know, well, actually, let's say Midland alone is what mm -hmm. I meant to say. Midland alone, we've had one person pass away, mm -hmm. but we've had tens of thousands of people lose, lose their, their jobs. jobs. And yeah. so that's what seems to be hitting us the hardest. Right. And so... But again, it's there's so many different pressures that it's really hard for us to just point to one and say this is mm -hmm. this is what the thing is. Mm -hmm. But we have to stay mindful of what we feel like God said to us to right. start the year. I think that's one of the hardest things to do sometimes. Mm -hmm. How do you hold on to a word from God? It's one thing to hear a word from God. How do you hold on to a word from God? Yeah. In other words, it's one thing to go to church, go to a church service and say, man, that was an incredible service. Well, a week, two weeks later... Right. Do you even remember what the service was about? Exactly. Those sometimes, I, myself, yeah. those, I'm like, what did, I, what did I say or well, what did I hear? Yeah, and I know a lot of people at the beginning of, of the year 2020, at the, the beginning of this year, there were so many prophetic words about it being the year of clarity and the year of vision. And now people are like, wait, what? Like, yeah, exactly. what is, Lord, what were you actually yeah. saying? What are you doing? And to, so to hold on mm -hmm. to words that he's given us is, is really, it can be really trying yeah, absolutely. sometimes. Well, and that's what I, that's actually what I want to do today is I want to bring us back to what did God say to us as a church? What did God say yeah. to us about what does 2020 look like? And, and the Lord took us to second Chronicles 2020, where the, the Bible says, believe the prophet and so shall you prosper. Yeah. And we felt like that was our 2020. Second Chronicles 2020, our 2020 was going to be about yes. believing the prophet and tuning into prophetic voices. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I heard a message years ago, I think he even talked about it, but the word honor means to give weight to. Mm. When we when we honor prophetic so voices, when we, when we honor the prophetic, we give weight to the things that, the, that they say. We, we listen to the things that they say, we write the things down, and we actually do something. We actually take an act of faith in line with that prophetic word. You and I were talking mm -hmm. about this earlier today. Um, Jesus himself, if, the, if, if as Christians, we're supposed to be imitators of Christ as dear children, Jesus himself get, gave weight to not only the written word, but the spoken word. Yeah. Jesus said, I came to fulfill both the law and the prophets. Right. I came to fulfill the written word and the spoken word. And as followers of Jesus, we still have that active today. We still have the word of God. We still have the Bible. Mm -hmm. But we have prophetic voices in our life that are that are saying, here's what God's saying for this incoming season. And so uh, we really felt strongly that that was something that the Lord did uh, said to us. Lean into those prophetic voices. Yeah, Focus on the prophetic. And so uh, in doing so, uh, I've continued to stay um, as current as I can in this, in this climate with what God's saying through different prophetic voices, voices that we trust. Uh, I, I know Chris Vallotton is a prophetic voice that we've leaned into a lot. Yeah. We're going to talk about some of the things I heard him share 
Um, Jimmy Evans Evans, is a prophetic voice for me. Uh, Chuck Pierce, I think that one's made the rounds. Some some of the things that Chuck Mm -hmm. Pierce has been saying, even concerning Passover. And so uh, there's different prophetic voices out there that we've gleaned from. But what what we discovered was, and I feel like the Lord gave me kind of an image, it's like he took 2 Chronicles 7, uh, 14, and it's like if you were to open your Bible, he just like hovered it out of the pages. Mm-hmm. It's like all the prophetic voices seem to be saying something about 2 Chronicles seven fourteen. So I want to read that to you right now in 2 Chronicles. It says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face mm-hmm. and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. Um, more, more than we need a, a vaccine, we need God to do a miracle. Yeah. Let's just be honest. We, we need a miracle. If, if someone developed a vaccine literally today, if we got the, if we got the vaccine today or, or someone discovered the cure or whatever, with all the things that would happen, it would take, it would take weeks. Mm-hmm. It would take months. It would take even years to, to see the fullness of that vaccine in effect. But what wouldn't take long is if God, in, with his sovereign hand, yeah. healed our land. Instantly. Yeah. Instantly. And so I think that's one of the things that we just want to give some weight to. The prophets yeah. seem to be honing in on this. And so we both, we just began to read this. And the more we meditated on this, okay, if, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, they, they will seek my face, turn mm-hmm. from their wicked ways. I will hear from heaven. I'll hear them. I'll forgive their sin. And I will heal their land. That's what we want. Yeah. And amen. so um, as we were reading this, the more we read it, the more it just became real to us. This is a word in due season. Mm-hmm. This is how we, as Jesus followers, as Christians, as a church, as a new life church, this is how we're going to uh, partner with the word of God, partner with the prophetic word of God to see God heal our land. And so I wrote it down. Uh, I just kind of want to go right down the, the line here. Mm-hmm. Uh, verse 14 says this, if my people who are called by my name. He's talking to us. He's talking to Christians. This is not just, a, he's not talking to the world. It's in this prophetic word. It's right. almost like he's saying that as Christians, we have a responsibility. We have a role. Yeah. You might could even say we have a, we have an opportunity yeah. to be a part of seeing this thing come to an end. Right. The yeah. world could very well be watching to see how we respond. The world might need our faith. Yeah. We, our faith in a God that will heal could bring about mercy on people that don't even believe in God. Yeah. We have an incredible opportunity right. here, but I think that's something. And you, 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 I'll know that you, that stood out to you. Yeah. If my people, so he's talking to us who are called by my name. It's mm-hmm. almost like he's reminding us, wait, you're not just my people. Yeah. You have a part to play. Absolutely. In this. I mean, he's speaking to a specific group of people, um, ones that are truly called to be disciples and what I love about it is he's calling, he's giving everyone an opportunity. He's saying, yes, uh, you're my people, but I've called you for something greater. Mm-hmm. I've called you for such a time as this, and I need you to rise up. And so I think first and foremost, that's what really jumped out to me in this passage is like, hey, guys, this is our Kairos moment. This is a moment in time where God is doing something, and this moment um, it's, it's an opportunity for you to say, you know what, I've been, I've just kind of been going to church and I love God and I know he loves me, but I'm ready to step it up. I'm ready to be a disciple of Jesus. And I know, just like it says, my people, I'm called by, by his name. I've got a job to do. And so that to me is the whole, the whole start of it is just recognizing who we are in him and that, that he's got a call in our life. We're not just here to take up space. That's really yeah. good. So in partnering with him, if we take responsibility here, if, if my people, so if yeah. we as believers, 
who have a calling. We are called by his name. We have yeah. a part to play in this. Well, if they do what? Four things that are said here. Number one, mm. humble themselves. Yeah. We're going to talk about that today. Number two, mm. pray. Number three, seek my face. Mm. And number four, turn, yeah. repent, turn Amen. from their wicked ways. And so actually over the next couple of weeks, it's actually incredible. God's so breathing on this. Mm. Uh, I, I know we even talk, I was called, I called Keith the other day or I called, called Keith earlier today. And I was like, Hey, so I'm just curious, what are you going to, cause Keith's going to talk next week. Some, and I'm like, so what are you going to talk about? He's like, well, I'm going to talk about humility. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, it's incredible. That's exactly what we're going to talk about. And we had not even talked about any of this stuff. And so I think it's just very clear. God's breathing yeah. on this, but there's, there's humility. There's, there's humble yourself. There's pray, seek his face and turn, repent, make some changes. Yeah. And so today I just want to start with number one. I don't think we're going to get past I don't think we're going to get past us, past that. There's yeah. so much to unpack in the area of humility. Uh, but, but what does humility look like? Mm-hmm. What does it mean if mm-hmm. he's saying the people of God that are called by his name, humble yourself? Mm-hmm. How, how do we do that? What does yeah. is, is humility look like? And I know you've mm-hmm. got, well, we have a journey where that's concerned. Yeah. Uh, that has been a big part. Maybe because I needed an extra dose of it early in my life. And maybe we still, all do. Maybe still do. But uh, it, it was one of those things that I, I'm so thankful I had a pastor years ago share something with me. It was, it was a teaching on humility. Mm. And early on in my, in my life as a young man, young in ministry particularly, he, he, he gave me something. Uh, he gave me a resource. He gave me a tool to make humility be a big deal to me. Right to help me see what the value of true humility really was. And so yeah. I know you and I have been on a journey where yeah. that's concerned for years of what does it look like to be a humble person and walk yeah. in humility? Well, I love that, um, you know, humility is truly one of the foundational characteristics of being a real disciple of Christ. Um, you know, it's it's really clear when you see someone who's, who's living a life of humility. Um, and the sad thing to me is that people that walk in humility really stand out these days um, because there's not a lot of it going on. Um, but, you know, humility, I, lo- I love this. It comes from the Latin word humilis, which literally means low, um, to bring ourselves low. And the ultimate example that we have of someone walking in humility is Jesus, is Jesus Christ. Um, you know, just take his life. Imagine you're, you're the son of God and you are literally um, equal with the father God and sharing his glory. And you have every privilege of being God. And then you're sent to the, to the earth um, and you take on the nature, uh, you take on the, every characteristic of being a human, a man. And you're obscured and you're hidden and none of your abilities are showing through. None of your, nothing, none of your supernatural powers are coming through. You're none literally, your you're yeah, God and you're, no one knows it. You're, exactly. He was literally God and no one knew it. He came to earth as a man. It gives me choked up. Um, but his, his, his true humility was expressed. I mean, obviously most of all when he, he died for, for our sins on the cross and he took everything and he died for us. Um, and so he emptied himself. I love this. He emptied himself of his reputation, taking on our sin and dying on the cross for us. And so we see um, him as our ultimate example of what it actually looks like to be a humble person. Well, and you remember we, we, earlier today, you and I were listening to a, a podcast on humility mm-hmm. uh, early this morning, early this morning. And uh, we were reminded one of the last things Jesus did for the disciples at the at the Last Supper was wash their feet. Yeah, wow. Like one of his the last things that he did was an act of humility. Yeah, and uh, right. As if as if what he did on the cross wasn't, wasn't enough. enough. Yeah, 
I, 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 it's just incredible to see that the Son of God, God-man, mm-hmm. who, like you said, had all power, mm-hmm. had, and I'll say it this way, mm-hmm. had to come to earth. Mm-hmm. He, he probably didn't look at it that way mm-hmm. in some ways, but had to come to earth, <laughs> had to leave heaven to come to earth. And even in that, he says, the Bible says, I didn't come to be served. Yeah, I came to serve. To serve. Yeah. There's nothing more humble than that. Exactly. Nothing more humble than that. And I think, um, you know, as, as we've grown up and we're not, you know, we, ha- we don't know it all and we haven't seen and done it all, but we've grown. We've chosen to grow. And I, I think it's been one of the, the main things in our life mm. that we have chosen um, to grow in is humility. Because I'll tell you this, it's not easy. Um, saying, I'm going to grow in humility is not just this uh, dance through the roses. It's, mm-hmm. it's actually... It's actually difficult because you bring yourself low. Yeah. And, and it um, has to be intentional. It has, it has to be, be intentional. And I, I love this scripture, 1 Peter 5, 5. It says, likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. Mm. Clothe yourselves. So basically, do this yourself. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility toward one another. For God opposes the proud, but he gives grace yeah. to the humble. I love that. Well, and I, I, that's actually one of the things I want to, that's actually in my notes. To, I totally I took focus. your scripture. Noel, yeah. that's fine. I'm glad you did. Uh, I, I want to go there because yeah. I think there's some things in here. It, it is important. Obviously, Jesus is the ultimate example yeah. of humility. But at the end of the day, I don't want to define what humility really is. Mm-hmm. I don't want to use them. What does the Bible say about humility? Mm-hmm. Let's let the Bible de- yeah, uh, define, define the Bible and give us the definition for this. And I want to read, I want to, get, I want to back up from some of the stuff mm-hmm. that you read in First Peter, starting in, in, in chapter 5. But let's go all the way back to, to verse 1. Because I think there's some things about humility. Uh, well, let's just read and then I'll, I'll explain later. Start in verse 1. It says, The elders who are among you I exhort. I, who am a fellow elder and witness of the sufferings of Christ, I also, and also a partaker of the glory that will be revealed, shepherd the flock which, which is among you, serving as overseers, not by, by compulsion, but willingly, not for dishonest gain, but eagerly, nor as lords over those entrusted to you, but it being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive of mm. glory the crown that does not fade away. Mm. Or receive, receive a crown of glory that does not fade away. So he's, he's, he starts talking to these elders. He's, it's almost like a call for elders to step up. Mm. Hey, you, y'all, you who are elders, I'm, I'm needing you to step yeah. up. I'm needing you to not, this is not about an overbearing, but the, I, I need you to step up right. in some ways. Then he says, which I think is interesting, likewise, you younger people, <laughs> Submit yourself to the elders. And it's like, what is likewise? Like the elders are told to step up and the young people are told to go low. He's talking about, in other words, he's saying these things relate to each Mm -hmm. other. There's a a relationship between this. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourself to your elders. Yes, all of you, I love that phrase, all of you, be submissive to one another. Like you said, be clothed Mm -hmm. with humility for God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he, he may exalt you in due time. And so I, when, I was, when I was looking at this, I, I honestly felt like that God was saying, I'm, I'm showing you what true humility is and you'll see true humility. You'll experience true humility in spiritual family. Yeah. He's talking to elders, the older and the younger. 
And he's talking about this, this spiritual relationship between spiritual mothers and fathers, mm-hmm. sons and daughters. And that's something that we also know. You want to talk about believe the prophet, so shall you prosper. That's another thing that we've been talking about that we feel God's breathing on. Something yeah. he's saying is he's talking to us about spiritual family. Mm-hmm. So he says, the elders, I need you to step up. I need mm-hmm. you to be overseers. I need you to have the courage to believe that you have something to say, you have something to add, you have something to bring to the table. But you younger people, and and this is something that, I'll just be honest, it seems as though it's vanished off the planet in some ways from from certain generations, the the up-and-coming generations, this concept. Younger people, submit yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Submit yourself. It's very structured. Yeah. (laughs) There's actually going to be somebody that can tell you what to do. Uh Uh-oh. Now notice, but it, notice it says, "Submit yourself." Yeah. You you submit yourself. This is not something where a spiritual leader needs to come and say, "I have control in this area right. of your life. You need to do what I tell Lord you." Lord no. over yeah, you. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah. And that's what right. he that's what he addressed in the first part. Mm-hmm. He talks about the elders. Here's what a real spiritual father does: be an example that someone would want to submit to. Mm-hmm. Live your life in such a way and and watch over and love and guard and protect people in such a way that the younger generation, younger people go, hey, um, I want that. Yeah, I want to follow that. I want to follow that. Mm -hmm. Actually, I I had a text this last week from someone who had, uh, we had had a relationship, uh, have a relationship, but we had a a better relationship and there were some things where I challenged him. Mm -hmm. We challenged uh, them in some ways and didn't like the challenge. And I hadn't seen him in a long time and randomly he, he texted me. And he said, hey, I just want you to know, I'm, I want to submit my life to you. I want to submit to you as a leader in my life. I always knew I was supposed to, and I just didn't want to. <laughs> and I thought that was interesting. So we kind of started joking back and forth, and we're going to get together and just as best we can. And I told him, once all this clears, we got to get together yeah. so we can hug. But um, it, it's one of those things where you, you saw that heart. I wasn't calling him saying, hey, you're, you're living in sin or anything like that. But this is a, this is a human being. Mm. who's sensing what God is doing in this season. Yeah, Because I even texted him, I was like, where, I'm sorry, where did all this come from? And he's like, well, I just started watching y'all's stuff online. I started watching your home groups and your home groups mm. about community and different things. And I thought, oh, that's interesting <laughs> uh, that someone was moved, even though they may not know this about themselves. I'm probably talking to them right now. They might not even know this about themselves, but they're hearing God even when they're not yeah. as close to God as they once were. Absolutely. They're hearing God, they're sensing God, and they're realizing, wait a minute, there's something I'm supposed to be doing in this yeah. season. There's, some, there's something that needs to get right with me in right. this season. And it's not about who's submitting to who necessarily, but it's about someone saying, hey, I need someone in my life who has the ability, who has the authority. And he gave it. I didn't go looking for it. He gave it. And that's what it's supposed to look like yeah. as young people. I'm supposed to be submitting myself to right. someone. In all this, you and I, yeah. that's what we did. When all this stuff started happening, when all the... Um, <laughs> When I started saying, when it hit the fan, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, when all about? the things hit the fan, uh, it's like we had to make some phone calls to some yeah. people that were leaders in our life and say, okay, what, do we do? what are we doing yeah. this? The, the unfortunate part was none of none of us have really seen anything like this. Right. But it, it didn't change the fact that when I postured my heart, mm-hmm. when you postured your heart to say, hey, we don't know. We need, we need people that are further along in the journey because yeah. I, I didn't call people that have dealt with this. No one's dealt with a pandemic like this. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't call someone or go read a book that, of, of someone who has gone through this thing. But it was the, there, there are people, however, who have been at this, 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 this journey, if you will, mm-hmm. of advancing the kingdom. They've been at this longer than we have. They have wisdoms that I don't have. They have insights that I don't have. The Bible says we all prophesy in part. We all know in part. Mm-hmm. They have a part. They know a part that I don't know. Yeah. And it was just like, Hey, 
what are you doing? Yeah. And, and, and how are you handling situations like this? And I actually believe there's some things that we've experienced, some mm-hmm. incredibly good things that we've mm-hmm. experienced, not because we got the right answers from, from people, because we're all trying to figure it all out, mm-hmm. but we got grace. Exactly. We got grace yeah. in the season. And I love that the heart of the Father is to always, um, you, you know, like you just said a second ago, if you're listening, he's always calling us to submit to one another. Um, and he's always calling us to help bring others up and, and also have ourselves submitted to someone else. And so like if you, that is a mark of humility is actually saying, picking up the phone and saying, hey, we don't know how to do this. Um, can you help us? And if you'll just begin to take even just steps like that of the guy that texted, I mean, what a humble thing to do. That is exactly what we're talking about and, and truly being submitted and saying like, hey, I think I'm off a little bit, but I'm not going to stay here and wallow in this. I'm actually just going to just because of the grace of God, I know that I can just get right back on track and I'm going to submit my life to you. And I love that about the Lord, that all it takes is just a step of faith mm-hmm. in that direction. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I think that's what we're talking about. Remind, let's remember what we're talking about here. We want God to heal our land. What's yeah. the first thing that as believers, as Christians, we have we have a responsibility to? Let's just start by humbling ourselves. Let's yeah. we'll work and over the next couple of weeks we'll kind of unpack some of the rest of it. But right now, it's time to humble ourselves. Yeah. We, you talked about some practical things mm-hmm. that even the guy calling was such a practical thing. But yeah. I just we we need to ask ourselves the question. You need to ask yourself the question. I need to ask myself the question. Um, have I called and asked for help? Yeah. I don't think there's any. When's there's, the last time I called yeah, and When's the last time help? I called and asked for help? Yeah. Um, and, and, and I think they can even go categorical. Mm. It's like I, I want, I think there's, time, there's, there's situations where we can have a lot of humility in some areas mm. and not much humility in others. Mm. In other words, there's areas we, we um, I don't know, we break our life into these mm-hmm. little compartmentalize. That's yeah. the word. We, we compartmentalize mm-hmm. certain things and it's like, well, I need help in this, but I'm going to tell you, I got it over here. I'm crushing it <laughs> yeah, over here. I'm uh, in fact, I need to write a book, start a blog. <laughs> I need to tweet as much as President Trump tweets. I just, <laughs> I, I need to get my information out because I'm crushing it. So I think sometimes it's real easy to compartmentalize yeah. our, even our humility. Oh yeah. And I think it's even important in, in this season that mm. all the drawers are open. Mm. All the compartments are open. Mm-hmm. All the things that you think you have figured out, all the areas that you think that you're, you're crushing it in, make sure all the drawers are open <laughs> and God has the ability to speak into. Absolutely. And yeah. here's how he's going to do it, through the body of Christ. Yes. Through people. Yeah, through community. I, I, we, mm-hmm. we know this. There are certain things God's never going to say to you. Or you let, me, let me say it a different way. He'll say it. There are certain things you'll never hear from God if you don't learn to hear from people. Yeah. There are certain yeah. things that God will go, hmm, I really need to say this to this mm-hmm. person. So I, instead of telling them, I'm going to go tell this other person that's a part of their church, <laughs> that's a coworker at them, that they're maybe spiritual brothers in some ways. They, I'm going to go tell this other person, and they'll never hear my voice until they submit themselves, just like mm-hmm. it says right here, submissive to one another. Yeah. means another of the same kind. That's right. I, I want you to submit to other people. I yeah. want you to invite other people into your world. And so right now, I'll just ask yourself some questions. What are the areas I'm struggling in? If I'm struggling, if in quarantine, or <laughs> Judah Smith called it quarantine. quarantine. If in quarantine, if, if you're struggling in your marriage, I challenge you this week, call somebody and say, hey, can you help me with my marriage? Someone with a good marriage. Someone with a good marriage. You know what? I'll say this. I think sometimes if you'll just call somebody. Yeah. You do need to call somebody with a good marriage. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, that no, I know what you mean. No one's going to have a perfect marriage. I mean, I'd even say. We kind of do, but. 
But we started off the show saying we're not so sure if we're oh, going to yeah, get that's true. Yeah, we, we already, we already told on ourselves. So, uh, but my, my point in all this is take the humble approach. If there's an area in your life, yeah. call somebody. Yeah. If, if your faith is weak, mm. call someone whose faith is strong. Call mm. somebody. If your marriage is struggling, mm-hmm. if you're having a hard time with your kids being in the house, we mm-hmm. all should be calling each other because yeah. we know we're all dealing that's with that. That's a big one. one. Yeah. In fact, I think you said uh, it is, sometimes as nerve-wracking as it is to come film and be on mm-hmm. camera and have all the lights and stuff mm-hmm. around, you're like, I'll do anything. To get, to get a little vacation. vacation this feels like kids. a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go to Target. What else am I supposed to do? Oh, that's, a, that's hilarious. No, it's good. And I, I think that is so good. And I, as much as we can open ourselves up to others, the better off we're going to mm-hmm. be. Um you know, I, there's there's some younger girls in my life that have opened themselves up to me and asked me to speak into their life, and it's it's such a mark of a humble person to do that. And they've asked me to to speak into every area, like even the areas that are a little oof. Yeah. And um, you know, it's so on one hand, it's like yes, we need to do that, and then on the other hand, we also need to be willing to be leaders in that and to be moms and dads and and to to speak into others' lives when they ask. Yeah. Don't hold back. Yeah. Um, learn to speak up if you see something or if someone asks you to speak into their life um, pour out the wisdom that you've learned over the years pour out what the Lord's speaking to you to, to try to help them so yeah I think I think definitely one of the practical ways that we can learn to be humble is to just open ourselves yeah. up to people and even take constructive criticism even when it, it might feel a little painful um, learn to take that mm-hmm. learn to hear that and listen listen to that and um, yeah, yeah, so that's definitely. Well, and I'll just be, I'll just be very candid. And what I'm about to say, I had, I had no plans mm. on saying, because uh, this may be probably the most challenging thing I'll say today, but uh, I, I had one of my overseers in my own life reach out to me, and he said, how are things going? How are the weekend services going? How's church going? And um, I was just very honest with him. And I said, you know, I actually don't know how things are going. Mm. I don't know what the engagement level looks like. I don't, I, you know, we're trying to, when, a, when you're having a Sunday service, you count how many people came yeah. and, and, or that's what we, we do. And, and unfortunately I think that's been our, we've been measuring the wrong things. So since we measured the wrong things in some ways, mm-hmm. I don't think we've known where we're at and, um, as, as a church. And I said, you know, I, I don't know I, the advanced analytics of how many people are watching your, uh, your, your, your. Your, your YouTube your, your videos, YouTube videos your Facebook who's art. watching, who's yeah. liking, all the different things. I don't know how to look at all that. Um, so, I, but it would it seem in some ways engagement has been in, has been increasingly down, which mm-hmm. we've joked about. It's like, are we doing bad? Are we? Is no one <laughs> knows anything we have to say. Yeah. it's not us. Um, <laughs> can't be right. Yeah, it can't be. But it, it's like you see different. You see people on the front end. Oh, we're excited. Let's see what this new thing's about, church mm-hmm. online. And then the next week, it's like a few, mm-hmm. not as many viewers in the next week. The and new then, definitely wears yeah, off. Yeah, and then yeah. the next thing you know, it's like you've got an Easter Sunday, and it's like mm-hmm. you've got no one even, some people don't mm-hmm. even watch it. It's like mm-hmm. this is just being really honest. And so I was really honest with him, and I said, I, I don't know how things are going. Um, and, I'm all, and I'm hoping that for me as a, as a leader, that this is a wake-up call for me personally because I have a responsibility not, not to train church members, but to train disciples. Yeah. And ha- mm-hmm. have I done things in such a way? Are we doing things in such a way that we're not raising disciples? We're raising people that know they're, that are good at going to church. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, and again, that, that's just me being very honest in this moment and humbling myself in this moment, and saying, "Hey, how am I doing as a yeah. leader? How am I doing as a church leader?" And mm-hmm. I want 
I heard uh, Bill Johnson say this the other day. He said, when I pick mm. my Bible up, I want it to growl at me. Mm. I, I absolutely love that. He's saying, I want, I want those verses that challenge me to the core. I yeah. want to be challenged. And that's what I want. And I'm, and I love that Keith said this, I think it was last week or the week before. I think you want that. If yeah. I think if you're really being honest, you really do want that. If you're mm -hmm. watching right now, mm -hmm. I promise you, you want that. There's a reason you're tuning into this. And, and even in the midst of all this, you're still pressing. It's not easy to discipline yourself. If no. you've had church, and I'm not being ugly, but if you've had church handed to you with a bow around it your mm -hmm. whole life, it's, it's an adjustment to go, wait a minute, I have to be church. Yeah. My home has to be church. The be house, disciplined in I this. have to be disciplined. Mm -hmm. So if, 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 if you've made it this far and you're continuing to press and you're saying, no way, I need this in my life, I want this in my life, then yeah. I think you are one of those people that says, I, I want this, yeah. I need this in my life. And I think, I think, that's, I think that's a shift that's happening mm -hmm. right now. I think God's saying, okay, I'm, I want people to find out where they're really at. Yeah. I want them to know where they're really at. Humble yourself. And it, again, it's painful. It's not, it's mm -hmm. not a positive thing to think that in some way, maybe I haven't led well yeah. uh, over the past six years. And that's not me. I'm not like going to go throw my sucker in the dirt and pout right, for the right. next week. Uh, but I, I'm just saying, I want to humble myself. The Lord yeah. said this to me, that, uh, or actually earlier today is a phrase that he just said. He said, I will never challenge you beyond what your identity can handle. In other words, I'm not going to correct you. I'm not going to bring strong word to you if it's going to rattle your identity in Christ. Yeah. I think that's actually why it's important that we start to, con or we always are growing our identity, yeah. continuing to clothe ourselves with Christ, be hidden in Christ. Because if, if, if we're not hidden with Christ and we hear correction mm -hmm. and it comes across as shaming us, mm -hmm. he'll just say, you know what? I'd rather them walk in freedom than in shame. So even though there's yeah. an area of their life that I could speak to them about, he told the disciples this once. There's so many things I, I could yeah. tell you. You're just not able to bear them. Right, well, how do we get able to bear this? We mm -hmm. find our identity in Christ. We, we, move, we, we move under him. That's mm -hmm. the visual I'm getting. Mm -hmm. We get underneath him where, and we get hidden in him. Mm -hmm. where we, who we really are mm -hmm. is the fullness of who Jesus really Amen. was. Yeah. So that when God needs to correct something, when God needs to say, humble yourself, I need you to work on some things mm -hmm. in this season, that we're, it doesn't come across as shame. Absolutely. And, and, and I'll, I want to end with this, and we'll close right here. He says, therefore, humble yourselves, verse 6, therefore, hum humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Mm -hmm. I believe this with all of my heart. I believe God is, I believe he's calling us to spiritual family and to, hum and to submit our lives to each other in a way like never before. He wants to see fathers and, southern, fathers and mothers' hearts turn to, to, to sons and daughters and sons and daughters turn to mothers and fathers. He wants to see spiritual family look like he's always intended spiritual family to look like. It, right here. So that in due time, when the, when the dust clears, we will see what real spiritual family looks like. And I promise you, the world is looking for family. Oh, yeah. That's what they're looking for. They, they, want some, uh, they want a family to belong to. And God is looking for a group of people to submit their lives one to, to another in such a way where they actually look like the spiritual family God had in mind all along. And so that in the, when the dust clears, he can raise that up and say, <laughs> raise a group of people up, not just individuals, but raise people up, elders to, to youngers, youngers to elders That's and say, so this is what, this is, this mm. is who I really am. Yeah. This is the spiritual family you could belong Amen. to. This is what you could have in due season, humble people, they will be exalted. And Amen. so I, I just, I just want to close with that as far as our, our, I guess our message is concerned. God's looking to raise spiritual family. Yeah. He's, put, he's looking to put a spotlight on spiritual family. Mm -hmm. And doing spiritual family well, submitting yourself one to another, that is, that is the picture of humility. That's how we start this process mm -hmm. of God healing, forgiving yeah. us of our sin. Right. 
right. and healing our land. Thanks for tuning in today. You can stay connected with Renew Life Church by following us on Facebook or Instagram or by visiting our website at www.renewlifechurch.com. We love you and hope you feel encouraged from this message today.